This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. Secret. I think you want to know. Young people, I'm looking at Olivia Rodrigo, and that chick doesn't have one wrinkle, crease, line anywhere on her. Not anywhere. How old is she? 20? What is she? I'm going to look her up right now. Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. Yeah, she's not old enough to drink. You know, there's this movie... Uh, called A Good Year, and it's a Russell Crowe movie. And so there's Russell Crowe as a grown man, and then Russell Crowe as a little boy with oh. a girl. Um, you know what? I can't. She's a pretty well-known actress, but I can't think of her name. And so there's a younger version of her, too. And the little girl who plays her dives into the pool and pops her little baby girl face up, and just the the... Age, lack of age of any kind, like only growing more. It's just like, when do we start to die? Is it at age 18 and it all starts to go the other direction? Like, when does that stop? It's so youth. It's so fleeting and so wasted on the youth. Yeah, well, she's clearly living a healthy life. Like, I had cigs in my gob at 14 and beer in my face at, you know, 16 and... I I mean, we've talked about pot, but in all honesty, all we got was garbage weed that gave you a headache. So yeah. I don't know why you would like even leaves, count. leaves, crumpled yeah, up it leaves. Was absolute stems and seeds, and you'd smoke it and go, I think, I, nope, it's a, it's a migraine. I have a yeah. migraine. That's what I have. There is definitely something going on with my head, but it <laughs> feels like just pain right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I've coughed my head off. Right. Uh, yeah, she, I'm looking at her fresh-ass face. Like, her face is just so... Just so young and beautiful. Yeah, I, I'm sure she, I mean, I hope she hasn't had anything done yet. Oh, there's no way. No, I think she's just a girl who's been in in Hollywood since a kid and has probably taken good care of herself. Yeah, probably a team of people helping her take good care of herself. Now, whether she walks right off the ledge and goes, you know, Lindsay Lohan next week, I don't know. But I think so far she's done pretty good. Oh, God, please don't let that happen. That's a, It's actually such a freaking tragedy when shit like mm-hmm. that happens. Like, oh, like Lindsay Lohan, honestly, I I just thought she was the that remake of The Parent Trap, which, by the way, the original, one of my favorite movies. Haley something. I can't even think of the girl who who did the original one mm. with the little blonde, the little blonde. Mm-hmm. And I loved that movie. And then Lindsay Parker. Lohan. What is it? Parker. Ha- Haley Parker. Mm-hmm. Hallie Parker. Something like that. Hallie. Whatever. 
pee, but I'm not sure. If whatever. Then Lindsay Lohan comes around and she does it, and I'm like, oh my god, that girl is cute as a button, impressive, a decent little actress. Like they, they, you know, for a little Disney movie, that thing was great. And then she was she did like the remake of the Herbie the Love Bug and all these, and then Mean Girls and Freaky Friday and all these things that she did. And I just thought, oh, she is just great. And then the fucking bottom fell out, and mm-hmm. like her family, her hideous family was revealed. The just fame fuckers, you know, just ugh. And she's just—it was almost like she was doomed from the get-go. Like they put their little moneymaker out there. Yep. I think about that sometimes with uh, Millie Bobby Brown. I also think about that too. Like never the, about the, the Roman Empire, but anyway, never. We should start. I know. We, no, we have started. What? Yeah, it's we did. Been rolling. Yeah, it started rolling a while back. Oh, okay. Well, introduce us. Hey, it's us, uh, Sarah, Vinny, <laughs> Brittany, and Alex, and it's the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for a motherfucking Friday. Friday, September 15th, 2023. You know, it's so, life and, and time, it's it's sort of astounding. Like, you, f- you feel like you're in a moment and that nothing could change and that time couldn't pass. John's 59th birthday is this weekend, and when we... I mean, I just, I can't believe how much time, honestly, young people enjoy, because God damn, does it go fast. It's like a, it's like a blink of an eye. I met you in 1996, and that, it doesn't feel like that long ago. No. I met you more than half my life ago. I know. It's incredible. Actually, I mean, I, I think it's actually slightly less than half my life ago. Whatever it is, it's been, we've known each other a long time, and, and, I, and I love and appreciate you. I love and appreciate you, too. Now, I think I must let me bring something up real quick. All right, go ahead. 29. You ladies are lucky. Oh, are we? Tell us yeah, how. Very how lucky. That you're not thinking so, about the Roman Empire all the time and Caligula? No, no. I thought a lot about V. Hale and her predicament. Oh, and I with thought, this boy. can you fucking imagine if every time a girl said, not now, not tonight, I have something to do, I'm busy, I can't be there for that, no, we did that last week, whatever the excuse is, the human race would have ended if men were butthurt and unable to continue the, the conversation the pursuit, any right. further. Like... I love V. Hale. I really do. I'm a big fan. But fucking A, the guy needed the weekend, and she's all, that's it. I'm never texting him again. He'd rather run on his treadmill than fuck me. What the fuck? No how more many, time for you. How many times have you said no to a guy? So many. And then you're right. They need to not give up. But that is why the human race is so fucking successful. Because you guys don't give up. And... It is weird when a dude goes, uh, I don't know. Because dudes don't fucking do that. Well, but he did. But why? And that doesn't mean. But that, I but that is, it's, it's jaw dropping. What? He said, she was like, hey, I'm down. I want to fuck. And he's all, I don't know. I feel like I. They're not in a relationship, though. Ming, 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 ming. Isn't that all the more reason why they would actually want to bone each other? I thought once you're in a relationship is when somebody can start going, nah, I don't want to. No, Alex, 
Uh, <laughs> what did she? He's say? not saying you? what he's thinking. You? That's what's going on. Uh, yeah, I, say. <laughs> I think he's thinking about the fact that if you're not in a relationship, there are other options out there. Yeah, too. personally, if I wasn't in a relationship, if I if I said, hey, I'm not. If we agreed that we're not exclusive, then I would be probably yeah, having other options. I, I mean, unless you know, exploring I was in a bad spot. at least. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're V Hale in this scenario? No, I'm the dude. No, well, he's, he's the, the other dude guy. He's Ryan saying, Seacrest. I can't yeah. see you this weekend because I'm going to fuck one of my other chicks. Right. Oh. You think that's what happened? I don't it's, know. I don't think that's what happened. It, it's a possibility, though. But yeah. Well, absolutely. It is a possibility. But he did put up the treadmill. It's almost like he put up the treadmill picture to As mollify a, a whole bunch of girls. Maybe. Ah. Maybe. I mean, I actually, and this is just you know, a personal thing. I've never been someone that juggled a lot of nook at once. Like I really don't want to be, I can't, I couldn't. Okay. Let me ask it this way. Aho in your day, I know you're a married man, happily married man with a hot Brazilian, but in your day before you got bear trapped into a marriage and all the other stuff and you were juggling, what? How many on Tinder at once? Uh, 45. No, that, I mean, maybe I couldn't do that many. It would be like maybe like two or three, but there was a lot of one night stands as well. So I don't know if I really juggled too many. So, but so you would constant. Churn? It would probably be like one that I was hanging out with and then, you know, one that I would spend time with and regularly and then maybe, you know, some mixed in there. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. In one week, how many pussies can you lick without going to an unhealthy place? Like, it's too many. I've licked too many random pussies this week. Mm. Like, is it four random pussies? Is it is it two <laughs> random pussies that, that hits the, the, uh-oh, I may really be mixing juices too often. <laughs> And might find myself coming down with something. That's what's crazy with me is that I'm I've always been fairly busy. Like the the first part is when I was younger, I was not. I never, you know, I didn't start getting, you know. Is this a long way of saying that you don't like to lick pussy? No, I liked. I love it. Okay, I love it. I'm just I'm just trying to determine that that, that, because there are dudes who don't. And I thought, well, maybe we're asking the wrong question. My run was a little bit older, and it was. you know, and it was a shorter run, you know, than I, and so that was my thing, but. So you never I'd ran, say like two, got two to a, a point, you, two but you never got to a point where you were like, two I am just looking That would be like on the pussy. high end, I feel like, because generally I've always, you know, when I got sober, like ever since then, which was like 2010, I really have been just insanely busy. Like once I got sober, it was like, I couldn't just sit around. I needed to do stuff. So started school, you know, doing, working towards the radio thing and. I've always just been really busy, which has been a really good thing, mm-hmm. and it's it's a little tougher to, uh, yeah. Sarah, during your up. run, yes, how many cocks would you say were too many? Like when you hit like five blowjobs with five different dudes, would you go, okay, I need to take tomorrow off, or was that just like fuck? I don't care. I don't really think I ever thought about it like that, and and actually, um, I'm trying to think. You know, those days are so fucking blurry. I actually wish I could give you a better answer about that. But it, I would say that I never hit a wall with that. 
Ah. Right. Oh, I never thought go. to wow. myself, although I will say at the end of like when I because I look, I was a terror. I just was. I was on fire and I was I was like down to fuck at all times for my whole 19th year. And then I I hit a wall where I had to quit cocaine. That was the thing. And so if I was going to quit cocaine because the band was falling apart and all the shit was hitting the fan and I was just a fucking cokehead. And I and I said, Okay, I am getting out of my apartment, which is, that was another whole shit show with this roommate of mine who fucking owed me so much money, and I just left. So I, I got out of that situation, I moved home, I quit cocaine, and at that, kind of at the same time, I just, I, and I said, Dad, just give me a job at your factory. And so I fucking went to work at my dad's factory, and that was where I started listening to uh, WBCN, Boston, Radio. Charles Laguerre's the the big mattress, and I thought to myself, I could fucking do that. I could. Do-. He did all these like funny parody songs, which he, which they don't even allow us to do anymore. It's so lame. So all these parody songs, I loved it, and I wound up years within a, a year or two. I was an intern for him. I just found a way to make that happen. I went to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting, which actually was really helpful. I got like a tape and a resume and a little bit of experience, and I went and did the worked for that guy for free for two years, and then finally. That I can't do this anymore, and got myself a job in radio. Well, I, I, one of the things that interests me about your history, and I realize that I have, I'm a couple years younger than you, but HIV/AIDS formed my youth. Like mm. it was a big part of my in. It was in my head. I'm not going to live to see 25 if I fuck around too much. Right. So I absolutely was way more careful than I would want to be. And I look back and I see like your history and the other people's histories. And I think, God, I wish I could have just lightened the fuck up because I well, had lots of options and didn't and just yeah. decided I'll just drink. I'll you just know, here's my buddy early. Right. Hey, buddy. Six of you, huh? We're going to need more. Uh that that was a concern. My big year was 1986. That was the year for me. Like my band was touring constantly and I was just going crazy. And that was really only a year or two into the real like the AIDS thing. Everybody talking about it. And it was I hate to say it at the time. It was still a gay man's thing. It was still a gay community thing. Yeah. Or And then it was by the time. The late 80s rolled around. It was really much more was known about it. And it was so much more about a listen, you've got to fucking protect yourself. And so maybe I don't know. I can't even say if that contributed to me. I took 18 months off. I went from being just a fucking little slut that I having the fucking time of my life to I hadn't fucked anybody in over a year. Well over. Wow. And it was just and I started working for my dad and going to radio school it was just a very uh so maybe that was part of the equation Ben. i don't really remember having a lot of thoughts about that but after all i did the worst that ever happened to me is i did get crabs and i got uh, chlamydia once crabs what? once cl- chlamydia once and <laughs> and never really anything too much well anyway that. i part of the reason i brought that up is it, i know it sounds ridiculous like what humans aren't you know clean enough for you no i lo- i love humans and i love being intimate with people and i'm i'm a fan I've just, I didn't do that in my youth and I don't really do it as a grown or didn't really do it as a grown up. Like I find myself going, yeah, I'm with this one person 
And if I were to be with someone else, I'd probably leave that one person and go with the someone else. I wouldn't. Right. I don't think I'd be like, let me see how many balls I can get, pussies I can get in the air. (laughs) Yeah. For lack of balls, you know, balls. Sure, balls, pussies, all the things, right? You know what I mean. Right. I'm just saying I don't chase balls. I chase nothing. Read us a letter. Yeah, I don't have time for that. But I will tell you this. (sighs) uh, Earlier today during the show, I was telling you that uh, my oldest son was going to meet Matthew McConaughey Mm -hmm. last night. Uh, He's said it that he did um and it sounds like it was great like a big shit show he said it was good a massive line that stretched all the way around the outside of the ferry building it moved very quickly once you finally reached him he was behind a wall you got three seconds with him where a photographer flashed a picture and then sent you on your way he seemed super nice and made eye contact but it was an absolute blur so i don't even really remember it maybe he was drinking uh when he left there was a massive crowd of people following him oh that's no good I'm sure he was whisked away, right? You know, Somewhere. that's it's unfortunate that no more would like. Why didn't that guy try to come on our show and promote this thing? I know, like it's just social media has taken over, and they don't have to use. They don't need to any right. traditional media in order to promote anything. He's promoting a kids' book, to and obviously it was all over social media and all over whoever's because this book. Which is, you know, I mean, bookstores aren't even really a thing anymore. Like my son's roommate works at an actual bookstore. It's over. You remember Any Mountain? Remember when we did some stuff? Oh, up I there do. Yes, Porto very Madera? much so. So Book Passage is like right there in that plaza. It's still there, a little bookstore, and she works there. And so that's the only way I even knew that this thing was happening. Is Riley goes, yeah, I'm going to go meet Matthew McConaughey. I'm like, what? That's kind of a bummer. On a random third, I know it is a bummer. Promo- there used to be these like PR people constantly reaching out to us, like in the olden days. Of course, Matthew McConaughey would have come on the Alice. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it's actually kind of weird that that's just not even not necessary. We don't even get those kind of requests anymore. No, because they go Matthew McConaughey goes. Oh, hey guys, I'll see you at the ferry building tonight, and that fifty thousand people show up. Hey, all right. I don't feel needed anymore. Uh, uh. Well, we said no to a lot of stuff, even when they were flowing, you know, when the when the when the phones were ringing. But right. Still, well, we wouldn't have said no to Matthew McConaughey. No, I would not have. No, we would have said, yeah, bring him on by. Let's all right. He, I, I think uh, Edwin, the evil genius, was telling me that his tagline for this little book tour he's doing is I write, I write, I write. Oh, because he writes. Isn't that so cute? Oh, my God. It's super cute. His book is called, uh, I think it's called Just Because. He says it came to him as a ditty in a dream. It was a song in my mind. I got up and wrote it down. Hmm. It's cute. Yeah. It's, you know, look, a little kid's book. Sure. Why not? A lot. And I think that some of the best uh, kids' books are, like, out of somebody's, out of some parent's mind. They, you know, who who among us with children hasn't, like, had to make up a story on the fly for your kids? It, it just happens. You do it all the time. It's called imagination, and you use it, and you show your kids how to use it. And that's well, uh, I, one thing I would say about someone like Matthew McConaughey or other artists who've had success in, say, acting or music, is it does free up their. They don't. They're not mired in a lot of the nonsense everyday people have to deal with, which frees them up to be yet even more creative. So I can see how he 
went to bed without worrying about bills or what what he was going to eat the next day or shopping or any of the things that we get caught up in. And so he just goes to bed. Maybe he, you know, took a couple puffs off a doob, went to sleep, had some wild dreams, woke up with that and went, look at me. I just crapped a book. I woke up and there it was just right there in my mind. I wrote it down with my golden pencil on my silver sheets of paper. (laughs) Right. Hey, speaking of books, I want to say really quickly that there is a new, unbelievably, look, if you, uh, however you might feel about Robert Galbraith and who that is in another life, look it up if you don't know. Um, There is a new Cormorant Strike book, which I feel like we just had a Cormorant Strike book. Like, I just, didn't we just read that this year? She may have been, I mean, he may have been extremely productive during the pandemic. I mean, it was universally, the world was universally shut down. Everyone. That is true. So So, we had, you know, that's. Yep. The Ink Black Heart and now something called The Running Grave, which is out in like a week. I can't wait. Me either. I'm very excited about it. I really like I love this those characters. Oh my God, so much. And this person as a writer, if you you know, hate the artist, not the art, because this is a person who knows how to write and is absolutely makes you care so much about these people. And decent mystery writer. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So anyway, there you oh go. Oh boy. All we got time for. Look, it's Friday. We're gonna get out of here. What do we got for time here? What are we on for the first 10 minutes? I thought we were just chatting about who was it? Lindsay Lohan. Olivia Rodrigo. Olivia Rodrigo. We were. Olivia. Darn. She doesn't even have sleep in her eyes. She's so fresh. Oh my God. She's fresh as a daisy. (laughs) Fresh as a damn daisy. She needs to to start the Botox now. We we need to keep that fresh face. No. All right. We're going to go. Let's do it. <laughs> Give me the oh Bryn at radiowiles.com and by the way, a lot of people are sending uh, notes and I we will get to them and thank and, uh, you for the, doing that and keep them you. coming. Keep them coming. That's right. The end. Have a great Friday, you motherfuckers. Bitch. You too. Oh. <laughs> and and get more out of John on the Roman Empire. That's weird that he was it like, was so yeah, me too, all the time. So I yeah. just feel like the way Bryn. that it taints our our world today. Like what? <laughs> What are you talking about? What in the hell? (laughs) All right.